Hey guys, I'm Carter. Welcome back to Lumberge Lounge. I got the Baron 72 with me. How you doing, man? Sup? Doing great, man. Just chilling. Good to be back. We got a lot to talk about. A lot of things going on in the clan. A lot of things going on with the JMod blogs and RuneScape. It's just it's a good time. Good time. I love this time of the year, man. Middle of October. It's great. It's great. <laughs> yeah, stuff's moving, changing. Winter's coming. Lots of things to celebrate here at this time. Like it's just good, good vibes all around. I love the fall. Yep, we just finished apples for my work, which just means you know all that's really left for the rest of the year is just kind of winding down and preparing for spring, really, which just includes pruning all the orchard trees and cleaning up the shop and going on vacation, <laughs> which is what I'm doing cool. next month. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm just. Doing school. That's how it's going. Teaching my life away. Yeah. Being so a it's good like example. you're getting, uh, I guess, hopefully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trying my best to. Yeah. Just picking up. Middle of October is kind of, October is kind of a busy month for schools because it's like all homecoming and like it's a full month of school. There's no like real days off or anything. It's just, it's a, it's a long month for a lot of kids and, uh, and teachers alike. So. Right. It's it's kind of a rough month, but next month is November and November is always like days off everywhere, half days, stuff like that. Nice. Like I think I think you get three or four days off in November and then I think we have a week and a half of half days next month. Sweet. So it's chill, then December comes, we have two weeks of school, then we have winter break. Hell yeah. And then back on the grind. Well going back to homecoming, um I don't know about all of you listeners, wherever you're, wherever you are, but over here, where we're from, you dress up every day of the week during homecoming week. Um, did you do mm-hmm. that as a teacher where you, where you teach? I did a few times. Uh, like Monday's always like pajama day. So I wore my, I wore my sweats and a uh, sweatshirt to school and chilled. You brought your birthday but, suit. Oh, heck just yeah, kidding. I just went titties out and everything. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, but then, like the other days, I just didn't have clothes for. Like Tuesday was like was like fifties day where they had like jocks and like poofy hair girl kind of thing. Damn. Wednesday was wild wild west, and it's like I'm not gonna wear my one like cowboy looking shirt because I don't like the way I look in it. So I'm just gonna <laughs> go school normal. Thursday was color day, so freshmen were yellow, uh, sophomores were orange, and then I think it was no, sophomores were green uh juniors were orange and seniors were pink but the staff was purple and i'm like i don't have a single purple like shirt at all like i (laughs) I have nothing purple so i didn't dress up for that day and then it's like normal spirit day on on a friday so it's just like i wore the one t-shirt i have of the school right now to school even though i wore my sweatshirt over it the whole day so yeah i didn't really do it either so yeah i was kind of the lame teacher which is whatever (laughs) it's funny how none of the colors were red or blue is that still a, like an issue with school dress codes, like gang related colors? Oh yeah, like, like are gangs <laughs> still a thing? <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, it's stupid. Oh my gosh, like, like I don't, I don't understand it, and I don't. I hope to never really understand it because then it's like, well, I don't know. It's just, it's a whole different world that some of these kids live in. And it's it's trying to understand them as people and like getting to them that like life could be better for you. 
kind of a thing. Right. Because, like, you know, a lot of those game-related and a lot of the, like, underachieving kids are, are the underachieving kids. Like, the ones that don't want to do anything or don't expect anything from school. They just kind of go hang out with their friends and go home. Put their headphones in, their hoodie up mm-hmm. kind of thing. Sit in the corner. It's like... The quiet kid. I want. Yeah, <laughs> I I want to help you, but I can't because you don't let me in. Yeah. And like I've I've got to be build a little bit of a relationship with a few of those kind of kids, and it's like it's great. Like we got something some things in common. Like most of them love to play video games, and I talk about video games all the time in my classroom. Not like all the time, but like sometimes I play. I talk about it. And you gotta relate yes. the lesson to video games to get their attention. <laughs> Just like make a make a MMORPG of science. There you go. <laughs> I guess that I could start teaching biology and we could go over evolution and just play spore. Dude, that'd be sick. For like a month, just play spore. Who <laughs> <laughs> can make the, the best dominating creature organism? Play spore for know. a month and then write a paper about it at the end. There you go. <laughs> well, <sighs> It's been a few weeks since we've been back. Things are uh, moving along, but it's good to be back for another episode. We've got lots, of talk, lots to talk about, like we mentioned. Um, but before we continue, I'd just like to quickly shout out our patrons. Uh, it's kind of a new thing we got going on. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, uh, head out there on patreon.com slash Lounge. For now, we have our two supporters. We have King Flip and Iscrocia. So thank you so much for being our patrons at the time so big shout out to those two guys thank you guys so much can i put my two cents in on it really quick of course with uh patrons so i know there's a lot of support from you guys out there and we are super thankful for whatever you guys do it's it's awesome to see um stuff like that um for us like i don't know like it it seems like we get to a sop story of just like oh we're so thankful for you every one of you whenever we talk about like the podcast and whenever we talk about how thankful we are for those that listen but like it it really is true like i'm super grateful for you guys to to that listen to us um the one thing i do want to say is if you're a discord booster and stuff like that you're awesome like thank you for that too Heck yeah. we have quite a few you guys are great um, if you do have the opportunity, I would say the better place to to support is the Patreon. There we can get direct like funds and stuff to be able to help out the clan. We plan on using whatever we get from the patron from our patrons to directly go back to our clan and do things for us as well to be able to record better, whether that's like better equipment or um like software and software, yeah, like editing that. software. Cuz like I'll be completely honest, I'm not currently editing uh, the stuff within here. It's mainly been Carter doing that um, just because I haven't bought the software and stuff. So that would help me be able to buy that and it'd be able to help get Carter some equipment that he wants and what that I want. Um, it'd also help us be able to run like better pots for clan events and stuff like that. Um, so like if you feel comfortable only supporting the discord and boosting the discord, that's awesome. But if you can, instead of doing that, cause we don't, we don't, like here's the reason why i'm saying this is we don't utilize everything that discord can give us or everything that discord boosts for us Mm -hmm. we just don't utilize it we don't use it and um i feel like it's a little bit of a waste of your cash and your time to be doing that like i i I feel bad because we're not utilizing your boost the way that we should be and i feel like we could utilize 
that, those funds or those things that you're putting into the 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 Discord into the clan more efficiently this way. Right. And that makes a lot of sense. Uh, one of the perks for level three Discord servers, which we actually have right now, is a custom like URL um, website link for our Discord. So you could do like discord.gg slash Lumbridge Lounge and people could type that in and find our server immediately. But the problem is I don't want to change the one we currently have because what if we lose that level and then all the links that are sent out there that exist on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or YouTube, all those links in those descriptions will not work anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I just want to keep it the same no matter what. And I just want everyone to be able to find us no matter where they find us on. No matter mm-hmm. what time of the year, whenever. So there's a lot yeah. of things we just don't use with the Discord levels. Mm-hmm. And I have boosted like one the, of the server. I have two boosts on it right now. But, you know, mm-hmm. if you guys really no, want to support I completely us, understand. head on to the Patreon and that would just be awesome. And if you don't have the funds to do so, give us a review. If you like what you hear, which we hear a lot. A lot of people are joining. Um, they find us on Spotify and they head up into the Discord and eventually get into our in-game clan. And we get so many compliments on this this podcast, and uh, we really appreciate it. And mm-hmm. it helps us, you know, want to keep going and make more episodes for you guys. Yeah. And just final point on it, just my last point. I feel weird even asking about Patreon. That's just how we are. We both were kind of skeptical to start it, but we also wanted to start it. So it was kind of this, like this back and forth, and then we finally just jumped in. But again, if you guys don't have the funding or don't have don't feel comfortable doing it, please just don't like we don't need it. It just would be awesome to have to be able to u- utilize those funds and stuff. So we're not doing this to make money about it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. The Baron here is not trying to quit teaching so that he could be a full time lumberage lounger. <laughs> oh, my. That's the dream, bro. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So uh, don't worry if if you feel like we're begging you guys for support. We're not. Like, don't don't mm-hmm. even feel any pressure at all. Yeah. So yeah, should we jump into what we're talking about today, or should we do our do account updates? I'd I'd like to do the account updates. It's been a while, even though I have like nothing to say. Um, sure. You want me to go for it? Sure. Okay. So I got my... Ooh, I just burped. Excuse me. I got 95 agility recently, which just tells me I got to max another skill. So, of course, because we did our latest King of the Skill event, which we'll talk about, I have been working on fishing. And even since it's been over, I'm just still working on it because I only have about 500k left of uh, fishing XP until I'm at 99 fishing. And then after on that, the grind. I'll go do another level of agility and then max another skill. That's just what's going to happen from now on. Other than that, on I've just been the doing some grind. TOA. Yeah, just on the grind all the time. Nice. All day skilling. Yep. Getting the, getting that max cape. I did sell so a few you're... things and got the full Masori armor a couple weeks ago, which has been great. That's true. It's going to help me a lot with just random stuff now, like Slayer grinds and... Lots of raiding. It's, I, I really want to take it to Chambers of Zarek and see how it works over there because the Tebow works a lot. It like just works with so many of the fights over at Chambers. So full Missouri would be exciting to try out over there. Oh yeah, <laughs> I wish I was that rich. <laughs> you will be. You will be. My 
my problem is I'm not doing enough BVM. I'm just doing too much skilling. I can't make. I'm not making enough money. <laughs> you need to go make that bread, man. We all have our goals. We all got our goals. Mm-hmm. All all our stuff. Well, my goals right now are are heading towards being better at PVM. So we're chilling. It's all uh, good yep, for sure. I did my first expert TOA oh, a nice. week or two ago. Done a few experts whenever I have the chance. Other than that, I've just been fishing. <laughs> just been fishing. Sounds yeah. like the life. Yep, just Sounds chilling. Like grandpa's life. <laughs> chilling at Barb Village. Um, Barb Village? No, uh, Barb Fishing Area. And uh, it's funny because I do it at World 340, the home world all the time. And I swear, it's the same like five to six people here all week. <laughs> you say hi? Yeah, we all know each other. We're not even on each other's friends lists. We just we just know each other. It's like, what's up, bro? Oh, what's up? Back on, yeah? <laughs> yep, I'm <Yeah>. back. <laughs> so how long do you think that's going to be that 99? In a day or two or three? I'd say um, two days. Two days? Nice. Yeah. Are we going to do another gather i was thinking about just skipping it but um i mentioned in the, the clan chat that i only have a little bit left and people are like yeah let's do another party i'm like okay i'm down i can okay. i can sure. buy like stacks of different types of fish just drop like ten thousand karambolans and ten thousand monkfish or something that'd be dope ten thousand shrimp drop my uh dragon <laughs> harpoon that'd be fun. yeah could do it at the clan hall now yes that is, we'll we'll talk about that right now because <laughs> yeah. it's the that's the one thing that I am super happy about from yes. I think I don't know if it happened in between I'm pretty sure it happened in between our last two podcasts but the clan hall freaking has a drop party system now after we were just complaining about it it'd be funny if somebody at Jagex actually heard our heard our uh, <laughs> podcast and we're like oh shoot we should get that done we forgot about that hundred <laughs> percent doubt it not even like a thought in my mind that they like heard a word of what we say but you never know (laughs) it's funny because they uh took forever and that was the last update on their poll 76 blog and Mm -hmm. uh they actually just announced their poll 77 blog (laughs) and they mentioned they're definitely going to do a better job at rolling all those updates out much quicker um Especially since they're making a like quality of life team now that are just solely dedicated to these kind of updates, so that'll be awesome. We'll get good. these kind of updates more often, so that's good to know. Yeah, well, yeah. it's gonna be super nice because then like those that are well off in our clan can actually attribute to the drop party and without like yeah like not knowing and stuff. Like then we could actually see all the loot and stuff. That's I think dropped. it makes it like, more exciting. Yeah, just exactly. To see. Yeah, like oh, I could get this or that yeah and then we won't have the telly grabs <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah so. it's fun to smash the balloons on the floor and hope to see something appear i still mm-hmm. remember as a kid um my friend went to a drop party and got like 1.2 mil and that was like the most money we've ever seen in our entire lives combined and they actually split it with me and that was like the best day ever as a kid you got like your 600k yeah, yeah, I don't know what to do with it. Six hundred k as a free to play player. Like, what do you buy? You trim out your armor, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, the only thing that I I will miss about like just dropping them on the floor is seeing the loot beams. Like true when when we drop it, you can see like oh that's a 
those those loot beams are going off and people are running towards them and stuff but it just i feel like it just makes it more fair for everybody it makes it more hype when you start it it's gonna be so much fun yeah it's gonna be a good time i'm excited to see it in person at the clan hall i think it'll liven up the clan hall a lot oh it's pretty dead i feel like a lot of people in this game don't really care for the clan hall well like it's just its functionalities are like just not enough not there like the only times we ever use the clan hall is when there's a couple random people that are like, I'm doing this random big standing skill that I have, and I'm just going to do it in the clan hall if you guys want to come chill. So Yeah, I see that quite often. And I've done it a couple times. It's been fun. Nice. So, um, Should I do my account progress, or of course. is there something else you want to talk about? about? I'm good. Okay. So, as you guys know, I've been working on base 90s. I am actually down to only one more level. I am at 89 agility, working on agility right now. I probably could have it already by now, but I just haven't, like, grinded in, like, a week and a half, like, skills, because I'm also planning on working on max combat right now. Um, I've been at Nightmare Zone the last, like, week and a half, and I'm just like, why haven't I done this before? Like, why haven't I just just grinded it out (laughs) and got it done? You've been pretty excited about it whenever we play like Valorant or something <laughs> well well that's the thing too is we've been playing so many other games and like just seeing it on the side like it goes by um, fast it goes by fast like i'll get 20 to 30 percent of the next level in a day like today i've i've done nightmare zone for i think two and a half hours sat home from work and my wife's not home right now she's gonna be back in like an hour or so and uh like i went from like 60 percent to 86% in a couple hours from 97 to 98 strength. And so nice. I'm almost 98 strength, going to go for 99. I think I'm going to do so- somewhat what Carter's doing, but with mining, agility, and runecrafting. After I get 99 strength, I think I'm going to go get agility, mining, and runecrafting. Runecrafting's already at 91, but I think I'm going to get them all to 91. Then I'm going to go do a- attack, get- then get them all to 92. Then I'm going to go do defense. Get them all to 93. Then I'm going to finish out my magic. Get them all to 94. Then go finish out my prayer. And then get them all to 95. Just so that that much more of those three are done out of the way. Nice. Sounds like a plan. That's my plan. I don't know if I'll stick to it. But that's where I'm at right now. (laughs) So. Yeah. Just been doing Nightmare Zone when I have the chance. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I've also been doing hard mode instead of like our guide that says to do easy mode. Like easy mode will get me a little bit more experience per hour and stuff. But I've been wanting to get the points because I've been getting my daily herb boxes. And then I'm also planning on getting all of the Slayer helmets at some point in my life. So I want to be able to imbue them so I can take them out and use any one of them. That'd so, be cool. Just plans. Just plans. So you got big plans. Right now, I've, yeah. I have 10 million Nightmare Zone points just doing hard rumble with just melee attacking bosses so and it feels good getting that done for oh sure yeah. it was fun for me when i dedicated my summer to maxing my combat mm-hmm. my melee skills it's just like so nice it's like i would just be at work and i'd think about it and like okay if i do what i'm doing right now like 12 more times i'm gonna be maxed in attack just 12 Heck days yeah. <laughs> it's for so sure. easy to do it's so easy mm-hmm when I've I've just so I did a half a level of defense and I've already done two levels of strength in like a week. It's been like a week. Yeah. 
like it'll be like a month and a half but by the time like at the rate i'm going right now that i'll be max combat and it'll be easy right like and if if i ever have one of those weeks where it's just like well i'm gonna do nightmare zone all day like it'll just speed it up that much more right while you were uh, mentioning that at the beginning, I looked up at wiseoldman.net and looked at my uh, XP gain throughout the past seven days. I've gotten uh, 1.3 mil fishing XP, but the impressive thing is by doing that, I've gained 120,000 agility experience just by fishing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Part fishing. That's awesome. So that really shapes out some of that uh, next level I got to do. It's like a hundred like. 50 laps or something <laughs> that you don't have to do anymore <laughs> yeah it's nice definitely nice maybe even more like 170 oh yeah that's crazy shaving some time off for sure so yeah. the grind is going good and it ain't stopping mm-hmm. here yep and i'm only at 578 more laps boosting to that already taps until i'm base 90 so we're chilling feels good so feels good not having to boost once you hit 90 <laughs> Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Putting all your pies away. It's like, ah, I can just stay here now. Go sell my 8,000 pies. Or not 8,000, 800 pies. <laughs> I just bought 1,000 when I first bought them. Nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. I'll sell them back when they're done. Right. Well, we have a few JMod blogs that I'd like to cover, which okay. mainly came very, very recently. So I'm, I pretty sure you haven't really checked them out so no i haven't you're learning along with everyone else that hasn't heard of it yet hopefully i'm excited (laughs) uh there's a few (laughs) like weird things but it'll be interesting to hear your opinion on it okay so the first thing i want to talk about is the new like activity that they released which everybody has heard about is the quest speed running it is now finally officially launched and it's pretty cool it's just like uh you just hop to the worlds that they offer just like the pvp arena or like leagues you know you go to a specific world for it and you have to like make a new character basically so i just made mine look you know just exactly how my main looks or you don't have to do that you can just make it look like a, a bot but it's cool because you can open up your quest menu just like in the normal game and any quest that's available at the time, um, which I think right now there's only like five or something, you can click on it and it just teleports you right to the beginning of the quest. And as soon as you begin, it gives you all the stats you need for it and all the items that they offer for the quest. And the timer begins and you just have to finish the quest the fastest that you can. And at the end, you get uh, your time and it gives you a trophy if you make it fast enough and you get points depending on how fast you do it. And then you can go to the Varrock Square. It's like the southeastern corner where there's a stand. And you can uh, spend your points on different items that they offer now. Which mm-hmm. all I did was the the Cook's Assistant one um, when it came out. I actually got the highest score, the platinum one, the highest trophy. Um, nice. But it took me a few tries. I had to kind of like see what people were doing because there was a lot of people doing it. And it's funny how you like progressively like figure out how to do it faster and i <laughs> i did it in a minute and 40 seconds and uh that's insane you, you got to do it under two minutes to get the highest trophy and 
you know, when I first did it, I just talked to the guy. I ran all the way to the cows. I had to find a bucket. Like, it took me forever. But then <laughs> I started to figure out how to do it faster. And it's funny because the way that you actually do it to get that highest uh, time is you run past that farming patch to the west of the castle. You know that mm-hmm. tree patch? You talk to the, yeah, the, talk to the, the lady there and get, get the compost bucket. And then you empty the bucket, immediately go north. Or what is it? Like, yeah, north north to the yeah, north. The, the egg, like the barn with Fred the farmer or whatever for the sheep mm-hmm. shear. And then you grab the egg in there, go grab wheat, make the flour. And then just north of that windmill, there's actually a dairy cow there. I never knew that. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I ran that. all the way east to that cow pen the first time. Yeah, um, I learned that milk. from the last season of Gillenor Games. Is gotcha. They had they had it. They like speed run speed ran for like an elimination challenge or something. And yeah, speed ran Cookie's assistant. That's funny. And that I learned that last year. It's like yeah. I always went to the one with that was just north of the goblins on the east side. Right. That's where I'd always go. Yeah, and then. After that, I ran all the way back and then figured out that you're not supposed to run back. You're actually supposed to uh, home teleport back to, to Lumbridge and then mm-hmm. run into the castle. So it's not that hard. You just got to know the right route. Um, yeah. But it's going to be a lot harder for the longer quests because you got to do for like 30 minutes straight. You got to focus on like doing the most efficient routes and dialogue and everything. <laughs> so it's going to yeah, be interesting. I've, I've been watching a few uh like youtube videos on that and stuff and just watching some of them that take longer than like five to ten minutes it's just like this just this insane like how much you have to remember even if it isn't like a super complicated quest it's still just like yeah this is this is crazy definitely like people already speed running dragon slayer and it's like i feel like i'd be so lost (laughs) right i bet they're gonna have a the quest helper plugin it's probably gonna have like a speed run option that you can turn on mm-hmm. and it kind of gives you a different route to do it. Maybe I don't know. Probably. But at some point I'm only going to do the short ones. If I ever feel like it, I don't know if I'll even do yeah. it, but I just wanted to try it out and I got the first tier outfit. You get the first tier outfit. If you just get the, the platinum trophy from cook's assistant, you get enough points for that. Okay. So I don't think nice. I'll go for anything else. I would like to get the, the funny uh, teleport animation where you like run in place and then disappear into like a cloud of dust but that's 600 points and so that basically means you got to get like two platinum quests done so then just do it just go do it i might just do it one night if i'm just not sure what to do (laughs) (laughs) no i was thinking that one of these nights we need to uh we need to get like some of the clan members in one by one just like you have one chance if you misclick too bad kind of a thing we're all <laughs> yeah. gonna race but you have you have to share your screen while you're doing well, it. well you don't even have to share your screen everyone that's participating can literally follow the person in the game <laughs> i guess that's true too yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah i think funny. that'd be fun just like okay it's your turn your turn to run let's do it that's a really good idea because cook's assistant only takes a couple minutes yeah, and if we have ten people, that'd be what twenty minutes of an event. Like so, right. probably about a forty-five minute event for sure. Just because in, in between times and stuff. Oh yeah, so, I think it'd be fun. Coordinators out there, if you're listening, write that down. Yeah, <laughs> screws. You both use screw both heads. The screws. <laughs> we'll just call them <laughs> the screw heads. Yep, the screw heads. There you go. 
Perfect. Well, I think it was a successful launch. Seems like a couple other things they've done recently. It's not been as successful. Been kind of mm-hmm. lame and dead content. I don't think this well, one will be just... quite dead. It's just not very popular, but mm-hmm. I could see people making content out of it or just having fun with it. Well, and I think the big thing for it is this this content serves its purpose. It's not meant to grab everybody. It's not meant to get... Sorry. It's not meant to, like, be very high-populated worlds and stuff like that. For its sure. purpose is literally just like, hey, here's a little activity you can do on the side if you ever get bored and want to try this. Like, it's not supposed to be there to, to like, change the game or anything. Oh, yeah. So... I think it serves its purpose. I think it was really successful, even though there aren't very many people on it. Like, there's still, like, some people doing it. Oh, yeah. So. And they'll add more quests, and I think that'll always bring people back into it every time they add more mm-hmm. quests. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Sweet. What's the next one? That's the one I've heard and read about. Yeah. So, yesterday, they came out with this random article called Games of Chance in Real World Trading. So, just the JMods came into work and decided to post this article, and it immediately went into effect. And it was kind of hilarious to see, like, all kinds of streamers getting banned, like, immediately (laughs) for it. Nice. And if you look for it, you'll find (laughs) it. Um, I definitely recommend checking out the YouTube channel Behemoth, who posts videos every single day. They're, like, eight to ten minutes long, I think, of, like, just highlights of different streamers and things that are going on in the game at the time and like it's almost like news sort of but like the actual clips themselves (laughs) it's just so funny to see these streamers that are chucking which is basically like very high stake dueling even though the duel arena is gone there's just a new way to do it now where there's a middleman involved where the middleman will take both of the money and whoever wins the fight the middleman will give that player the money um, organized through like you know discord servers and different communities that can make it happen and uh, they've officially banned that action you know of doing that mm-hmm. and people are getting banned for it <laughs> there's so many people that are just streaming their game and are just immediately logged out and <laughs> you get heck? to see their reaction when they try to log back in and it says your account has been involved in serious rule breaking <laughs> nice they're just like that is pissed about it or they're trying to like not make a scene and trying to act all cool mm-hmm. they're like well i have like 15 more accounts anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> it's like yeah well, that <laughs> account that you had had like billions on it so exactly now that gold is gone because <laughs> you staked there was a it's guy like... who was uh who had an excel sheet up on his stream with his uh runescape game on on, on the side and he was going mm-hmm. through and like paying people back apparently for like um like debt that he had cuz he would collect money from his viewers and gamble with it and he was like apparently giving it back to them but he got banned in the middle of a trade <laughs> oh gosh and he was just sitting there like well i guess i'm done now guess i'm done i guess i can't pay you back sorry <laughs> yeah Anyway, Bye. I love whenever they do these rules and they like actually do something about it. Because there's been times in the past few years where they say something about it and they just don't do anything. Like They'll tell you yeah. like, oh, don't real world trade. Don't buy gold. Your account's going to be banned. 
and then people will buy gold and then they never get banned yeah it's it's actually following through yeah. and it actually was going to start fixing the problem like yeah they took out the dual arena for a reason they don't want this to be a gambling site anymore that's all it was was a gambling site right for, for those people it's like those people are going to be mad but they're they're really helping those people get over this gambling addiction that they have cuz like it is an addiction they they found another way to do it they went out of their way to go gamble their gold yep it's like it it's not okay in this game and Jax has made that very clear is nope it's it's no longer okay in our game yep. we're not we're not having this anymore so kudos to them yeah. i'm very happy about that that's awesome so i listened to the h3 podcast if any of you guys have heard about it um it's with ethan klein i'm sure you've heard of that name they were just talking about gambling on youtube and stuff and how so many people are getting so pissed that they can't gamble anymore like on their youtube or twitch and stuff and it's like well the thing is some states don't even allow gambling like and some countries mm-hmm. don't allow gambling and when we're using these platforms on the internet it's covering wide areas of the world interacting yes. with multiple states and rules and they just got to be careful with it because you can't have something where it's allowed in some places and not allowed in others you just got to yeah. play the safe game and <laughs> just not allow it whatsoever so it makes a lot of well, sense I also think it's also to protect, like, like here's the teacher brain coming out for you. Sorry. But <laughs> to protect younger minds. Like, yeah. like, if it's out there on the social media platform, like, some of these kids are going to be finding it and think, okay, I can do that to make a quick buck. And then you're screwing up so many people's lives because they get into this mindset of, oh, if I just bet one more dollar, I can make two dollars. And it's like, no, sure. if you bet one more dollar, you can lose that dollar. So it's it's a good thing in my eyes. And I don't know. I, that's, <laughs> I'll put that at that. I don't know. I'm just glad I never got sucked into the Counter-Strike gambling scene. I got mm-hmm. so many links sent to me when I played back in 2014 for these like gambling sites because they would see my skin that I would have in game and they would be like, hey, you should you should try to... Uh, gamble that skin on this website if you put it in this roulette thing you can uh have the you know the more value your skin is the more of a higher chance you do of winning the jackpot which can be like three thousand dollars i'm like no nah, i'm good the dragon man. lore i would just start blocking people that would send me these kind of messages and eventually just, just like... like not even care like i would look at the website sometimes but i never ever gambled anything <laughs> it's like Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna risk it. I've already like basically gambled by buying a key on a crate and got a two cent skin, and paid three mm-hmm. bucks for the key. <laughs> After that, well, I was like, like, I'm not gonna waste any more of my money. Well, and like, what do you call it? Um, you spent your cold hard cash for that skin. Like, yeah. CS:GO, you can spend money on these skins and you can get them at any time. It's like I would rather do that and guarantee what I have than to gamble it away and lose my cold hard cash what what i made so yep i don't know for sure <laughs> the world has changed since then a lot of stuff mm-hmm. is not in the game anymore like we've recently been in uh into overwatch they just released overwatch 2 which is basically just a slap on dlc update really a free to play 
Oh yeah, people are saying yeah. uh, Overwatch Two is basically free to play now. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't have the loot boxes anymore. The last time I played Overwatch, there were loot boxes that you could get and you could buy them in, mm-hmm. in bulk. Does Apex Legends still do loot boxes? Yes, they still do. Okay, I thought that it was like a whole like rule that like you couldn't do that kind of stuff anymore. But I think it was just a few at least things. I think so. I might be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They used to Never make it so you could Apex buy game. loot boxes for a certain amount, and then you open them all, and it could all be nothing out of it, which is essentially gambling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just glad I'm not um, sucked into any of that. I'm just sucked into RuneScape, which. I'm just gambling my time, which is always a loss. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've wasted so much of my life. <laughs> Every time I get Over on, I look at the, of it. the time plate at the bottom, and it just, it'll always go up. It'll never go down. Always. <laughs> just wait until your account is 365 days old, and you just realize, I've spent one year of my life on this app, <laughs> on this game. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for that day. It's going to be a while. I'm at 186 days right now. Gotcha, gotcha. I have a while's back from you. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Um, it was just a month or two ago. I was at 160. Now I'm at 186. That's what you get when you're riding on a tractor all day. That's what you get when you're hopelessly addicted. Yep. That's the the better (laughs) answer. Well, that's all I got to say about the whole like, gambling and real world trading thing. It's just funny. Same. If you want to check out those those uh, clips from like Twitch and stuff, you'll definitely find them if you YouTube search it or check out Behemoth, like I mentioned. I think I'm going to afterwards because I want to see those reactions because <laughs> it, it just like it's gonna make me giggle just because like yeah, you know you're breaking the rules and now you're yep. mad. Like yeah. Yeah. It says the con- the connection lost little icon on the top left for like a second and then it goes to the menu and you know in their eyes that they're banned. <laughs> it's not just a mm-hmm. DC, it's like a, they literally just got banned on stream. <laughs> just... Goodbye. Somebody at Jagex clicked a button on their keyboard or mouse and booted them out of the game. I just still wish they'd use the rubber chicken again. You just see a J mod like, log in. You're like, oh, who's he gonna, who's he gonna ban right now? <laughs> who's gonna hit? Who's you see him running towards hammer? you. You're like, oh no, oh no, oh no. You quickly you log out. away. <laughs> uh, well, you'll never catch me, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> they need to do stuff like that. They just need to make another yeah. team to do stuff like that because they just, like mm-hmm. I mentioned with the Pulse seventy seven, they made a quality of life team. They just got to make a rubber chicken team. The rubber chicken. I'm part of the rubber chicken team. Yes. Led by who? Who's that guy that finds bots? Sir Pugger. Yep. <laughs> He's the leader. He should be part of the rub- the leader of the rubber chicken gang. Just give him a rubber chicken that makes it work, like the mm-hmm. rubber chicken they use. The band hammer. Yep. Okay. Is there any other JMA blogs? I want to mention the poll seventy-seven. There's just one question that they asked that's kind of stirring up some some opinions, which I am completely on their side because it's a stupid ass question. Um, you know, it's the blog where you can scroll down and read all the different poll questions that they're planning to ask mm-hmm. in the poll booth. And the very first question is just like, "Really? Are you kidding me? This is how you're going to fix the problem?" 
It says poll question number one. Should we allow players with 99% of the total quest points to complete the Lumbridge and Draenor Elite Diary task by speaking to the wise old man without having to unlock the quest cave? What are your thoughts? Wait, what? <laughs> so like, so let's you say get the elite you have done? one quest left that you haven't done, which is probably night at the theater. You could still go mm-hmm. get your your elite t- diary done, even though you haven't done every quest yet, and you don't have the quest cape. You don't need to perform the quest cape emote. You just got to go talk to the wise old man if you have ninety nine percent of your quest points. For then buck up and get it done. I, I don't know. <laughs> 99%. If you just literally... Just just make Night at the Theater a mini quest, and then it's fixed. Yes. There's literally no other if, quest if that people have a problem with to get their quest cape. Yeah, if that's the problem, like, Night at the Theater should be a mini quest in general, because it's not even, like, a real quest. They You're made it into a real anything. quest because people were angry that it was only the, the story mode. <laughs> And then they decided to add a lore factor into it with cutscenes because at first it didn't even have cutscenes or anything. It was just yeah. do an easy version of Theater of Blood and then get the quest done. Yeah. No, I don't I don't know how to think of that because it's like off the top of my head, I'll probably have opinions in like an hour. <laughs> but like off, off the rip, it's like, well, you made this decision to make this a quest, so it's part of the quest case. Yeah. So no, I'm going to vote no. Yeah. That, that that's just my immediate jerk reaction. So just because it's like, well, everybody has to do that quest to get the quest cape mm-hmm. to be able to do the emote for the achievement cape. Right. Like that's that's just part of the game now. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, it just seems a little redundant to ask that because it's like, well, if you really think that, then it shouldn't be a quest. It should it should just not be there. Because you're just telling us that, oh, if if, if you complete 99% of your quests um, other than Night of the Theater or any other hard one that you're doing, then you don't value your quests anymore. Exactly. I have two thoughts about it. Um, the first one is, if you think that this is a problem, why would you put 99%? <laughs> How are you supposed to mm-hmm. remember that? Like, oh, I have 99% done. I think that they could, if they want to make it easier, because what they're doing is they're saying in this blog that the more quests they add, the more quest points you need to get the quest cape. Um, it's essentially just making the elite diary harder every single time they add a new quest because people that are new, it just adds more quests for them to do. And because mm-hmm. of that, it just makes it harder. Well, to fix it, they could either just make a certain limit. Like right now, it's 290 quest points to get your quest cape 290 out of 290 they could just say mm-hmm. okay talk to the wise old man with 250 quest points or higher and then you got it you could do any kind of yeah. quests to get 250 well, and then it's fixed or you yeah. could just do your quests because who's trying to get their achievement diary elite task done before they have their quest cape <laughs> exactly like i don't know like if you worded it that way, the way you just said, the 250 quest points, I can see and get behind that because, um, sorry. Um, sorry, I had like a burp coming up. But uh, I could see that just because then it's fair for those that were back in the day, like original OSRS 
when the Achievement Diaries came out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it matches those people and makes it equal for the newer players. But, like, I don't know. It just seems kind of scummy if if you're doing if you're doing it for one quest which i guess is everybody just assuming it's night of the theater or is it just known that it's night of the theater and we're just assuming just because it seems if, like if, everyone struggles with that one yeah. at the end because it's hard to solo it if you're a new player you know some people don't have the pvm experience to do it a lot of people true, seem true. to freaking pay people to do mm-hmm. it for them <laughs> which is insane but like <clears throat> That, that to me, isn't going to the root of the problem. The root of the problem is you have one thing that's in your game that is holding people back from doing this other piece of content that you want them to do. And so the root of the problem isn't that they can't get their achievement diary cape. The root of the problem is the quest. Mm-hmm. Is it a true quest? If, you, if you're really tr- wanting to change that, is it a true quest? Now, the way that you worded it before with the 250 points i could see that happening for the elite diary just because it is fair for the older players to the newer players but again it's just like i don't know it's it's what 10 more quests it won't it doesn't take too much longer most of them are just like point and click i'm done quests right like if if night of the theater is the problem then change the requirement for night of the theater (laughs) yeah that's it it's ridiculous i think it's not gonna pass we'll see nope i'm just scrolling through the other questions oh do you have more to say about it it might pass because you might have those people that are really straight like no because most you need 75 percent of the people to say yes Mm -hmm. so even if a small margin of people say no it's not gonna pass yeah so i doubt it'll pass if this is the mindset that everybody has because the thing is, just the way they worded it, it's just awful. Yeah. It's just telling you that there's one problem. There's one one problem child with this whole thing, and we don't want to fix that problem child. We just want to put a Band-Aid over it and call it good. Yeah, it's it's stupid. Like, how are you supposed so. to keep track of 99%? You kind of just got to go talk to them or just do the math, you know? That's why yeah, I thought that like it should just brain. be like, just talk to them at 250 quest points. Mm-hmm. Or just change the night of theater quest so people don't freak out about it yeah because i i feel like the purpose of the night of theater entry tat entry mode is to introduce people to night at the theater like like i feel like making a quest is forcing people into pvm that don't want to pvm Mm -hmm. like there are plenty of people on this game that just want to max cape and want to want to skill um there's there's plenty of people on this game that want to do that they don't necessarily want to go to tob and make a bunch of money and do do tab like now you're forcing them because they want to get their achievement cape they do want to get their quest cape and stuff like that so you're forcing people in uncomfortable situations for nothing now i do think that there is need there is needed for a challenge and for people to learn how to play the game that's why i like quests like dragon slayer 2 and song of the elves and monkey madness 2 is because it teaches you some stuff about fighting and whatnot but night at the theater is just literally here's our biggest content here's an entry mode and we want to like force it down your throat there's no build up to it there's no like like work up there's no storyline it's just kind of start it do it done yeah i have beef with this pole 77 man (laughs) pole 76 had so many good updates 
You got the pet mm-hmm. thing where if you lose a pet, you can get it back. Just really good things. You got the the clan hall, the the party drop thing there. I mean, really good big updates. I'm scrolling through these things, and I don't know why they have to ask these questions. I'm just going to read, like, five of them real quick. Okay. <sighs> Should we remove some of the vegetation surrounding the fairy rings at the Tower of Life for better access? Um... There's one. There's like three in a row. Should the mining gloves be stored, storable in the player-owned house? If that one passes, should we include space for all three versions of the mining gloves to fit separately inside the armor case? Should we allow players to store the fish sack barrel as an alternative to the fish sack in the player-owned house? <laughs> I okay. mean, they're just, all just, just like wasted just questions. Stop. Like... They're all Are you a game dev? Are you a little B word? Like there's fifteen questions like and like eleven of them are just useless to me and everyone else. Like it it's such a waste of time. If you think that that's a problem, it's your game. <laughs> take it out. I nobody's gonna give a rat's ass if you take out some vegetation in the game. But it's not OSRS anymore. Not- it's not the same game I played it- when I was four. I don't. I don't have to run around this certain area. No, nobody's gonna think that. And if they do, it shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Just shut up. Um. There's a couple that's what good I wanted ones, to say to those questions. Suck. Yeah, the mining gloves thing. Just do it, because guess what? There's a thing called Ultimate Iron Man, and I bet some of them will like that. Yeah. Like, it. The, it won't matter to the rest of us at all. But to them, they'll like it. Like, it'll be a good change. It won't affect me in any way. It won't affect anybody else anyway. Yeah. Like, just do it. It's your game. <laughs> yes. Like, It's I ridiculous. It makes me quite sad, but I'll read a few of the questions that I do appreciate in a, in a sense, just because they're a little bit more useful than those ones. Um, mm-hmm. One of them is, should we add small, medium, large, and giant essence pouches to the Guardians of the Rift loot table? So you can get those pouches there instead of having to kill the the abyssal creatures or whatever. Hmm. They said they were going to do that question. on release, but uh, they were just too busy to do that. So that's their excuse. But that is a good question. I'd vote yes right away. Yeah, because it seems it seems so out of like out of the way like, and such a <laughs> weird way to get your pouches. Go into the wilderness so, like, and go into the abyss and just start killing the creatures there. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just seems it just seems out of place. You replace that with Guardians of the Rift, that makes complete sense. Complete sense and then, yep. to me, the Abyss makes a complete sense too. Just not having real drop tables for that. It's just these crazy monsters in this little dimension where you can go to any rune crafting area, yeah. to any altar. Like it, those don't need to drop anything crazy. It's just part of the ambiance or part of this the structure of that kind yeah. of rune crafting. So it'll still no, be I, there. I, it's I just you can get them at the Guardians of the Rift as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Like and that makes a that makes complete sense to me. Mm-hmm. Another cool one is right after that question. It says, "Should we add the option to repair your essence pouches at Guardians of the Rift? This would cost twenty five pearls to unlock initially, but then after that, it would only cost one pearl for each repair." So if you're in an early account, let's say you're making an Iron Man or something, you want to start off at Guardians of the Rift, 
and you have a couple pouches and you don't have the lunar lunar spell book yet for the NPC contact, mm. you can spend your pearls on repairing your pouches there. I'd have to think about that one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like I it won't affect me. Like that's part of the thing is I I could see myself just voting yes cuz it's like it doesn't affect me. If if people want it, give it to them. Yeah. So it might it might be something that I won't vote on specifically cuz it's like it doesn't affect me. It isn't it isn't part of my gameplay. It isn't a part of anything. Right. For me. So might as well just leave that decision up to the people that are going to use that feature. Right. Or that don't want that feature. So Right. I'm neither way on that one. An interesting question that uh, has been a big topic of discussion over the past few years is being addressed now. The question is, should we change the drop rate of the Jar of Darkness from 2,500 in one to 200? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you know about that, There's right? There's so many... The Skateezer jar. There are jar. so many people. <laughs> yeah, there, there are so many people trying to green log that thing and only have the Jar of Darkness left. And it's like, well, now I have to go spend hours to get totems. That's like the hardest like, or the most rare item in like the game. <laughs> yeah, it's just like not reasonable. Yep. So they do that. No, I agree with that one. Yep. As well. For sure. Because even one out of 200 for Skatizo is still pretty crazy because you can only kill Skatizo how many times you have totems. Like, right. It takes a while to be able to fight Skatizo. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't even fight him until I have five totems now. And I only have like two right now because I haven't been doing Slayer. So, gotcha. And I think it's been like four or five months since I've even like killed him once. <laughs> Speaking of Skatizo, shout out to Volrath. He just got his very first pet on his account. He got the Skatizo pet at 6KC, and that guy impresses me, man. His account is literally only three months old, and he got his fire cape like two months ago, and he's he's already like doing in-game content almost. (laughs) What a gamer. And he's He's a recent mod for us now, so shout out to Volrath. Mm -hmm. Well, with how active he is and how nice he is, it's just he's, he's an awesome dude, and it's nice to have him on the team. Epic gamer. <laughs> Epic gamer. <laughs> well, that's all really there is for the Pulse 77. I really hope they do roll all of them out fast so that they can move on to a better poll. <laughs> because if this yes. is the stuff we have to look forward to for the next six months to a year, that's just quite sad. That's sad. No. They better have a Pulse 78 in like a month. Because like, <laughs> I feel like all of these are going to get shot down. Like, all those stupid questions, it's just going to be like, yes, yes, yes. And, like, and why are we asking this? If they pass, it's literally, I feel like it would take minimal effort to update. Like, how how yeah, hard no. is it to update the drop rate for the Jar of Darkness? Is it literally probably just click exactly. on, a, on an Excel, like, column or whatever you call it, the cell, and just change it with your keyboard? Just delete yeah, I don't one know. out of 200, enter. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand programming, so I wouldn't know, but, like... Like, same with the, like, putting the mining gloves in the house. How hard can that really be? Right. Like, I don't know. These just seem all, like, this, like asking about drop rates and stuff like that, I understand that. But asking, like, if you can change little things about your game where it's like, can we store this here? Or can we change the look of this? Unless it's, like, a major part of the game, like, oh, can we change the look of the Grand Exchange? Then I might have an opinion. Yeah. 
But if it's the change of the shrubbery around a fairy ring, who gives a flying fuck? Yeah. Man? Like, who cares? For sure. I don't know so. who would be upset if they just did that. Because they've done a lot more stuff without pulling. Like, the mm-hmm. changes that they made. They made this change secretly in the uh, Tombs of a Masket and didn't tell anyone about it. And the reason why people found out about it is because it caused a glitch in the game um, where this certain way to fight uh, bosses, it's called the Red X Method. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. There's a lot of uh, bosses you can do the Red X Method to, to fight him. And it wasn't working anymore because they made these secret changes to TOA without telling anyone. And they actually were like caught red-handed, basically, and were like, "Yeah, sorry, that doesn't work anymore because we made some changes to the Tombs of Mimaskit. Like, it's like, well, why didn't you pull yeah. that, huh? Yeah, why didn't you pull that? And also, like, it would have taken two seconds to let people know. It's like, like, it's not that hard. It's like, it's your game, yes, but there are people that are literally going into there like, I'm gonna use this method." And then they die, and then that's frustrating for your player base. Yep. Like, it's it, be open, honest, and it's your game. Like, yep. I, I, I don't care as the player. I really don't care that they made that change without telling anybody. Mm-hmm. I really are without pulling it. Like, I really don't care. But like, if it's some way that people are playing, you have to let them know because it's like it's changing how you play now. Like, people are actually bringing cannons into Falador that day. And they're like, "That's sorry, that's because of this update we did. We're not, we didn't remove the Red X method. It's just, it glitched out because of this other thing we were working on. They were like gotcha. freaking out because people were already bringing out the cannons. Because <laughs> you can do the Red X method at Bandos and basically not take any damage from him. But it's kind of sweaty. And uh, it just makes the game uh, diverse in a way where you're everybody's not just doing the same thing. If you want to take mm-hmm. the time and clicking hundred times a minute then go for it you know go ahead man but uh yeah i don't know J- the jmods we got to be grateful for them that they're that they listen and stuff but sometimes mm-hmm. i feel like they just don't just, know what they're doing <laughs> mm-hmm. just sometimes like i'm i am very grateful they created this game that i love to play every single day it's just sometimes the decision making isn't there yeah <laughs> So, I don't know. Should we move on to what our last event was? Let's do it. All right. So, this past week, we just finished up, was it Monday? So, it's been about four days since the end of yep. it. Was it Monday? Yeah. Okay. So, four days. We're recording this on Friday. Um, the 14th, little fourth wall break for you. Um, was the end of our King of the Skill, which Carter mentioned before was fishing. Um, I will probably give the reins over to Carter because I literally went and caught one shrimp so that I'd be on the leaderboard with 10 experience. What a chat. <laughs> exactly. Um, I didn't participate really in this one. I put my mill in for the buy-in just so that we could have a bigger pot. So that's, I bought in and was part of the, part of the group, but I didn't do anything cause I already have 99 fishing and it's like, well, I have these other goals that I'm working towards. I don't really want to put them down to waste my experience on a skill. I already have 99 in. So heck yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Makes sense. I'll probably do the same thing if we do a skill that I'm already maxed out in. Um, mm-hmm. there were 19 participants, including you. 
and we made a total of 20,995,999 fishing XP. Daggum. <laughs> That's insane. The most impressive so- thing out of this was the first place winner, which was No Mercy 920. I would Easy. barb fish along with him the whole week. I log in. He's there barb fishing. I'm still here. He's gone now. <laughs> but <laughs> he had gained exactly 5 million fishing XP in seven days, which is That's like insane. an average of like 13 hours a day of barb fishing. <laughs> is that also like what's the average for tick manipulation? Oh, it's like double whatever do you're that, doing. He would do it sometimes. Okay. I don't think he did it very often. Got you, got you. But he did. Cause... He said he did mobile most of the time, mm. which is crazy because you're doing it like all day, every yeah, day. I wonder, is he 99 now? Let me look. He, he gained seven no levels. Mercy. I think he's like 92 or something. No way, he's not 99 now. <laughs> no mercy, 920. Uh. The E in Mercy is a three. Ah, that's what it is. But yeah. Like, so while you're looking that up, the, the first place winner was No Mercy, 920, with 5 million XP. Second place was Muted Forever, with 2,706,000. Can I just say, he's a grinder. Like, he got second place in this King of the Skill and last King of the Skill. Yeah, dude. What a, what a freaking boss. And I think so. he can't speak in-game. <laughs> he's muted forever, mm-hmm. so... So, I only talked to him in a Discord. Okay. Yeah. So. And the third place Good. winner is Potinator Nine, which has been in the clan for a long time with two million two hundred forty-six thousand XP. And that is awesome. It's crazy because like all the way up to the eighth place winner, we're all one million or higher in terms of XP gain, which is awesome. Awesome, huge gains by the clan. GZ guys. Yeah. Yeah, no, no mercies at ninety five fishing. Nice. So, yeah. So he gained seven levels that week, and That's yeah, insane. once again we almost got twenty one mil total fishing XP with about, I don't know, eighteen participants or like seventeen participants that actively did it, which is awesome. And so only, only like five, only five, only one more new, no mercy had to show up to uh, get two full maxed fishing accounts. <laughs> Yeah. If we were all combine our efforts into one account. That's insane. <laughs> so Incredible. Insane. Well, thank you very much for everyone who participated. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. And once again, I'll just remind everyone listening that we will do another King of the Skill uh, in two months from now. So we always skip it every other month. So that was this month in October. So the next one will be in December. I think it was actually... So can I, can I kind of... We're going to kind of do an audible here. Yep. That was actually supposed to be for September. We missed it. Right. So are we going to do one in November or are we going to do one in December? I think we can do one in November and then save December for another bingo. What do you say? I think that would be the better idea. Let's do it. Let's do it. So so keep it. We're going to come up with a next month. Yeah. So King of the Skill will come up a little sooner than normal. We We just kind of forgot or didn't had it on the back burner because the start of school and stuff my first year teaching and just didn't we dropped the ball on king of the skill for september and so it ended up being like the last couple days in september and the beginning of october when we were planning it and it just got a month behind so that's why it (laughs) took so long to get out so can you believe that guardians of the rift came out in march back when we did the runecrafting king of the skill 
It seems like yesterday, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And it's already in the middle of October. Mm -hmm. Already. And just like in a couple months, it'll be December. Like, it's just insane. Well, what's blowing my mind, and let's just go back into real life for a second outside of RuneScape, is my birthday is in a couple months in December, like, you know. Yep. And on my birthday is my baby's half birthday. She's born exactly a half year after me. So it's just insane that she's already going to be like six months pretty dang soon here. And it's just wow. blowing my mind. I, I just thought of that. I just thought of that today. I saw a TikTok of a baby and stuff. And I actually got a little emotional because I was like, she's going to be like talking and like crawling soon and stuff like that. And it's like, this is so real. Like I have another little person that I'm watching and she's going to be six months, like probably crawling in the next couple months. <laughs> and that's just yeah. blowing my mind. Well, so. you hear it all the time before you have kids. They say they grow up so fast and you're like, yeah, whatever. And then you finally mm-hmm. have a kid and you're like, wow, they really do. They really do. Like My son turns like, three this year and I feel like I always think about like, yeah, he was born like right as soon as COVID started, which just tells me we've been having COVID for three years now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So. I don't know. That was just a little bringing back to reality kind of thing for me. And it's just, it really is true. Life travels fast. Like, I remember holding Dustin when he was really tiny. Mm-hmm. And now he's, he's a little boy. And a little boy, little taller. Eating Happy Meals, six piece nuggets with extra fries and an apple juice. Ooh. Ooh. It's good times. Well, you know what's. You know, yeah. you know what's bad? Sorry, just ra- another random thought. Like, <laughs> I bet people either hate this or really love it. But, like, I went to Wendy's today, and I was really disappointed that I didn't go to McDonald's after you said McNuggets. So, <laughs> I'm sad now. Wendy's. <laughs> I hardly ever go to Wendy's. I probably go to Wendy's, like, twice a year. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, like, I want to change it up. I'm going to go to Wendy's. <laughs> so, and then I was, like, disappointed. and was like, I want to go back to McDonald's. <laughs> Well, you can always go so. back to McDonald's the next time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay, what were we talking about? Well, sp- <laughs> I was just going to say, speaking in relation to like how time is going fast, this is actually the week that we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's been a year, guys. I don't know if you guys have been listening since the start. I know a lot of you guys have like recently discovered us and are just binge listening to us. I know we recently had a member join with us today, and they've been listening to our podcast for three days straight and are on episode 17 already. Um, That's insane. It's always great to hear from you guys, and it's it's awesome because I just got an email the other day about uh, Anchor, which is what we post our episodes on, and it distributes our podcasts out there. They emailed me and told me it's been a year, and I didn't even realize it. It threw me off guard, so I screenshotted the picture and posted it in the announcements page on our discord and uh it's awesome to like look back and just think about all that we've done with the clan like the first few episodes of our podcast we didn't even have a clan formed yet <laughs> i think it was nope. like five episodes in we finally got one formed mm-hmm. i think it was in january so we started in october for our first episode i think we made the we made the uh, discord and stuff that day too and we decided once we have 20 to 25 people in the discord that are wanting to make a clan we were going to make the clan, and that's when we did it in January. So, 
I don't know. Now we have this amazing community and it's awesome. I know. So we've had some awesome members. We have some really old members that have mm-hmm. been here since the start. Um, we have 144 members now. I remember back when we had 30 members and we were like, this is amazing, guys. <laughs> it's like, incredible. Awesome. We have people here that actually want to like be a part of this. Right. Like, how many do we have online right now? We have 15 people just online, on deck, like, every day, and it's awesome to see. That's a pretty average number. Yeah, it's usually, like, Mm -hmm. 10 to 20 people online at all Mm -hmm. times. So, So. it really just livens up playing this game. I know a lot of people who join are like, I think this is going to be a lot better than just playing by myself. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, that's why we say it all the time is go join a clan. It doesn't even have to be our clan. Join a clan, and it'll be a way better experience than playing this game alone. Yeah. And if you guys want an even better experience, join our Discord. The link is in the description Mm -hmm. below. And uh, that's where you'll find all of our events going on, and you'll find lots of pictures like people like to post and achievements and stuff. Just really brings the Mm -hmm. clan together. For sure. For sure, for sure. So do you want to talk about kind of, like, our roots and kind of go over the year or what do you want to do i don't know if i have much to say about it i'm just really appreciative of the growth that we've made over the past year um we have over 500 subscribers now on our youtube channel i know we haven't posted many guides lately but i actually recorded one last night i didn't even tell you yet um all i gotta do (laughs) is put it together and edit it and put it up on the channel but perfect we have some really popular videos that we've made over the past year we have one that almost has fifty thousand views and that's just incredible for an old school runescape video mm-hmm. that's almost up there old with school. like the main creators of the game like the main mm-hmm. uh youtubers that make content <laughs> yeah it's crazy an old school runescape video from a channel that has 550 or 500 whatever subscribers yeah like that's awesome so yeah. yeah, we've made a lot of um, progress on our accounts and made a lot of great friends along the way, had some great events, just lots of good memories. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just thinking about like really playing this game, really digging down. This has been really the first year, the the only year that I've really dug deep into this game. And what really pushed me to do that was the podcast, was, was us doing this. Like, yes, I played probably six or seven months before that, but like that wasn't really playing yet that was like kind of just getting my account to where i can kind of enjoy the game because like we said it was last summer was it last summer when we talked with your cousin or your brother-in-law i think it was last summer yeah something like that yeah or april or something like that he got us back into it and i just got recipe for disaster done and like we talked a couple episodes ago and now i just opened up my notes tab on runelight and it's just seeing all these drops and all these different things that happened throughout the year. And just like this all happened because like we play this game and we record ourselves with it and talk about it all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to get back into my drops and stuff because like you've had some pretty awesome drops and whatnot. But like just seeing the progress and seeing the excitement that came from those times. Like, we got a freaking Ellie, dude. 59 KC. <laughs> Yeah, dude. And that was that was January, February, March. In January, February, March. April. That was in April this last this year. Man. That just is awesome. So I don't know. So many good things that we mm-hmm. have to remember. And uh 
Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll ever forget the feelings that we've had within this first year and the memories we've made. And uh, oh yeah, it's just been uh, do- just a great trip, of just a wild ride. <laughs> oh yeah, I do remember, and I want to bring this up before, like, before we get into like the last part of the podcast. Is I do remember the first day when we were talking about lumberage lounge and like trying to decide if that was going to be its name and then like oh we should probably record an opening trailer of like our channel and stuff like a little cinematic Mm -hmm. and i remember just like i was like so stoked getting my quest cape done and just having that quest cape done and uh right then is when you're like okay we need to make this trailer right now and we did the quest cape emotes in uh the cow fields in lumberage it was just i don't know that's probably the number one nostalgic memory of this whole thing is like just starting it up and finally pressing record. And now here we are uh, with such an awesome community and doing stuff like this every other week, basically. Right. I just want to give a shout out to Camden out there. I know you'll, you'll be listening. He was one of the first, I don't want to, I don't like the word fan, but he was like one of the first people supporters that reached out to us back in the day when we first started and told us that he loved what we were making. And it just felt mm-hmm. amazing to actually like get somebody out there in the internet out in the world to find our content, listen to it and give us feedback on it. It was like mm-hmm. such an incredible boost to our confidence in making more episodes. It goes a well, long way just, to just hear someone yeah. tell you that they like what you make. It just started up that fire and it was like, I think literally the next day we went and recorded because it was like, we have somebody that likes it. Like, yep. we're doing something right because there's one person that likes it and we know that for a fact. Yeah. And so. And even when there's times when we can't really record and it's been a couple weeks since we've made a not an episode, I'll get people that join the clan that it's like, yeah, I just discovered your podcast. I can't wait to, to listen more to it on my car trips. And I was like. Man, we got to record. <laughs> we just we need mm-hmm. to record something because people people love it. Out there. They want to listen to it. They want to hear more. Mm-hmm. So For sure. we're still here. <laughs> we're still here. Well, with the farming season ending and probably me getting more settled in, probably I won't ever make any promises because like just life, man. Life comes <laughs> life. up. Yeah, but but. It probably will be more consistent. I won't, again, won't make more promises, but whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> we'll get into it. Well, let's go over the uh, question that we asked last episode. Heck yeah. So I will introduce the question that we asked in the previous episode and we'll read some answers. The last question we asked was if you could equip two rings at once, what combinations would you be rocking and why? And I guess the rule was it couldn't be the same ring, but it, it yep. could be any combination. It could be two combat rings, could be two, you know, any kind of ring in the game. Mm-hmm. So, so the first person that answered was the Malchior. Malchior, is that how you say it? He he told us how to say it once, and I forgot. That's how already. I say it. <laughs> Something like that. Sorry, sorry, my guy. I just I'm forgetful. Um. He says, I've always been a f- had a fondness for the Ring of Wealth. The passive gold collect from drops is nice. Teleports aren't terrible, though less useful one- once Verachmedum Diary is done. And the increased chance for the RDT while eliminating the nothing drop off of it 
is cool. So I would have that ring alongside whatever combat ring I happen to be needing at the time. Oswald, honorable mention, ring of wealth plus ring of coins. All the monies. So I don't think I I've, think that's pretty. Cool. I don't think I've ever won a ring of wealth for Me the neither. gold. I just use it for the teleport to the Grand Exchange. I've never worn it. I just have it in the. Is it in the jewelry box? Yep, it's in the jewelry box. Yeah, yeah, that's the only place I've ever used it. Yeah, I didn't even know it was a thing. Right until the jewelry box. So <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so Ion, he said the Berserker ring and the Ring of Wealth while doing Slayer tasks and swapping out the Sears if he's bursting, and having a recoil with the Suffering and the Brimstone for Zora would also be nice. So just. Getting more stat boosts with having two rings pretty much overall. Pretty cool. Um, My computer said the Ring of Wealth. Everybody loves the Ring of Wealth, apparently, except for us. (laughs) But the Ring of Wealth and the Explorer's Ring for the teleports. Also, I agree with Malchor's answer. (laughs) Um, Yes. I never thought that... Like, I've never worn the Explorer's Ring. I always just put it in my inventory. And I only use it for the the high alchemy. When I'm bursting. Yeah. Yeah, when I'm doing neck reels. So, that's the only time I've ever worn it. Right. Um, Mr. Nope, I skipped Suck-a-Dick. Suck-a-Dick. Um, he says, Berserker and... Berserker imbued and Lightbearer. Imagine just how much fun raids would be hitting high and getting to use all of the specs. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm actually wearing so. a Lightbearer right now, barb fishing, and... Whenever I see the special attack, I'll just click it. <laughs> now I have 101 oh, fishing. I don't know if it does anything, but might as well just wear it since I have just, it. Just do it. <laughs> um, Mr. Jaku says Ring of Endurance plus the Ring of Elements for some meta rune crafting. Nice. Cool. Cool, cool. OG Scuba said Suffering with the Brimstone for everyday use or the Tyrannical slash Berserker for Corp. That's interesting because with Corp... You got the Dragon Warhammer specs with the, is it the Tyrannical for the, I don't know, I thought, I think the Tyrannical, yeah, it's the Tyrannical that does that, I believe. And then the Berserker for when you're eventually killing him, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And yes. Testicle said, I have hundreds of rings of wealth and dueling rings in my bank. They are some of the most used teleport items, so equipping them together would be incredible. I'm constantly going between the Pharaoh and Clave and the GE slash Edgeville. On my pure during Wildy Slayer and PKing, so that would be very convenient. That's true. You could have just mm-hmm. a set of teleports, or you can have a set of combat rings on. It'd be nice. Perfect. Only you could have ten rings on. <laughs> just ten berserker rings. Uh, for sure. Just have. Like that is true. It's like they limit us to one ring. Yeah. I guess that's the point of why we're asking this question. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I got sidetracked for a second. Um, do you want me to do the next one? Do it. Son of a Bith says, permanent ring of dueling in the second slot and whatever relevant combat ring in the first. Being poor makes for fast friends with Ferox Enclave. Enclave. Nice. Got that stat um, reduce or stat resetter over there. Getting your health back up for free. It's your free pool of rejuvenation. If you don't have it in your house, go to the Ferox Enclave. For sure. For sure, for sure. And then I'm going to go to the last one, Group Iron Man, JSK, G- GIM JSK, 
says Slayer Ring Eternal, coupled with the Ring of Endurance. As an Iron Man, I hate running out of stamina and teleports, so this would be awesome. Hell yeah. So. Yeah. Sweet. Well, that's all the answers for our question. For me, it would definitely be the Light Bearer and just whatever I'm doing, whether it's Berserker or Ring of Suffering, pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all I would do. Nice. I would just be too lazy to switch it out for, like, the Ring of Wealth or whatever. Um, yeah. What would be... I think if I was learning... Oh, sorry. No, I'm just saying what would be saying? cool if I could somehow put my construction cape teleport onto a ring. <laughs> that would be cool. Putting construction cape stuff. Yeah. Um, my answer would be uh, probably if I'm learning something like when we were first learning Tombs of Masket, I'd wear with the it's the Ring of Suffering, right? The orange one. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm brain farting right now. You're yeah, good. I'd wear that one, and I'd wear the Ring of Endurance. So if I like, I would run out of uh, stamina and stuff when we were first doing Tombs of Masket, and I'd also want the defense and whatnot for the Ring of Suffering. Um, but after I've used it for a while, I think I would uh, change it to the Berserker ring and probably like the Sears ring, combine them together to kind of just have them ready to go kind of a thing. So, I don't know. Man, the Ring of Suffering and the Brimstone ring would be a really good combo as well. Just lots of yeah. tankiness and some prayer bonus as well. Mm-hmm. be great. Save all those resources. Yeah, for sure. Well, do you want to read out the next question and I'll get it posted on the Discord? I do. Okay, so celebrating our one-year anniversary, our one year on YouTube and on Anchor, we wanted to ask the question, um, what is your personal favorite memory in RuneScape from the past year? It could be from your account or it could be in general about RuneScape, anything like that, but what is your personal favorite memory in RuneScape of the past year? Awesome. Excited to read all of your guys' answers, and I'll give mine next episode. Exactly the same. All right. Should we wrap this thing up? Let's do it. Okay. Again, thank you guys so much for listening and being a part of our community. It's been awesome to see you guys in the clan and doing stuff. Uh, awesome to see your pictures and whatnot on Discord. Um, if you are listening and aren't part of the clan, Come on, join us. We, we accept anybody and everybody. Just don't be a jerk. Yeah. Um, that's basically the only rule is just don't be an a-hole. But like we said, um, please subscribe, all that jazz, whatnot. Um, again, if you are wanting to support us, we do have a Patreon at Lumbee Lounge. Um, yeah. Anything else? Am I missing anything? Uh, just another shout out to King Flip and his Groshood for being our patrons for this month. Thank you very much. Sweet. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Deuces. Bye.